Astros have out hit the Royals tonight nine to seven but it's the Royals that have the four run lead Astros have also committed the game's only error if it stays like this it's just six runs for the Astros in their last three games Robert Ford Steve Sparks on your radio the Houston Astros radio network Still waiting to see the offense break out three two round ball right side sliding and stopping it to his right the second baseman Mondesi in that shift throws to first in time to get McCann and that is the ball game the Houston Astros see the Royals score six times in the eighth inning and the Royals take the first two games of this series winning tonight seven to three that's now three straight losses for the Astros after starting the season three and oh Astros general manager Jeff Luno every Sunday throughout the regular season and Jeff Astros three and three on the year coming into today's game and one of the big questions coming into the season was the starting pitching and granted it's only six games but I'd be pretty pleased starters have allowed two runs or fewer in each of the first six games and in five of the six they've gone at least six innings yeah I mean that's been the the best positive so far the season to have our rotation we're going through it a second time and so far everybody's pitched as well or better than we expected so if that keeps up I'm not worried about our offense I know they've had trouble getting out of the gate but we know that they've got a history of hitting and they're going to be there so I'm looking forward to a couple bust out games hopefully one here today where we see put up some crooked numbers and make maybe make it a little easier on our bullpen oh yeah and Jeff you, you talk about the rotation going through and everybody's pitching well doing that uh, without one of your best the projected third starter in your rotation Colin McHugh who had a setback this offseason was babied more or less during spring training but uh, couldn't answer the bell yeah you know we had a shoulder issue and that's what we were working on and then all of a sudden he goes out for his first rehab start and develops an elbow issue but the good news is that his shoulder's feeling better and this elbow issue is not a Tommy John solution. This is uh, something different that will resolve itself. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take. We need Colin back. You know, who knows? This could be a blessing. We were able to put Mike Fires in the rotation, Peacock yeah. in the bullpen, and we could end up having a fresh, healthy McHugh the second half, and that could end up being a, a big, big part for us. Another starter on the disabled list, David Paulino, to, to start the year. Uh, what's his status at this point? Is he, has he started throwing again? He has started throwing. He hasn't gotten off the mound yet, but it's just a matter of days here, and we're hoping to get him up and going and out with a club pretty soon because what we saw at the beginning of spring training, you know, he's a guy that we think can help us up here, and it's nice to have a couple guys like that in AAA. Jeff, we see some guys, particularly in the outfield, like to throw their bodies around a little bit. We saw Springer in last night's game jam his wrist just a little bit. I'm curious, and I haven't talked to you about it yet, what's your thoughts on the new 10-day disabled list that Major League Baseball has enforced this year? I like it. It gives us a lot of flexibility because before you had to play short, wondering, you know, because 14 days is just a long time. If a player's going to be out three or four days or five days, and then you wait, and the trainer says he needs another day or two, and all of a sudden you're at six, seven days, and it puts so much stress on the rest of the team, and now it's going to be a lot easier to just put a guy on and say, okay, we know he can be back in 10 days. It makes a big difference. Robert Ford joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno along with Steve Sparks and uh, Jeff uh, Francis Martez top pitching prospect in the organization he's going to make his first start of the season tomorrow for AAA Fresno he's going to be the last guy in that rotation to start is that in part just to kind of control his innings a, a little bit early in the year it is you know we sat down and talked to Michael Elias and Pete Patilla and, and said this is a guy that we hope to have help us out second half of the year and maybe deep into the September October time frame and so uh, any innings that we can save right now we can probably put on the back end so it's a really smart thing for them to do and 
uh, Francis is definitely a guy we're looking forward to developing and having up here at some point. Jeff, every year when we talk to you early in the season, you've got your eye on, on one particular team that you feel is stacked in the minor leagues. I've got my uh, thoughts on who I think is pretty stacked this year. Who, who are you thinking between the four teams that have started so far? You know, I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to tell you it's none of the four teams. It's our guys that extended that really? haven't even really? out yet. Yeah, in fact, Pete came in no, yesterday and said. You can't say that. You can't say that. Okay. <laughs> For me, fine. I've got to go with Fresno just because of all the major league players that are there. And you've got Martes there. And you've got, uh, you know, all the guys that were in big league camp that yeah. performed well. But there's, tell, there's tell competition. Tell me about extended spring, though. I mean, that's it. Well, you got Alvarez, the kid that we got in the Josh Fields trade. That's who's right. Who's probably open more eyes than any. Cionel Perez, the lefty that we signed out of Cuba. Yes. There's a bunch of young Latin kids that Oz and his group have signed. And to the point, oh, we're more stacked at extended spring training this year than we ever have been in our history. So what's the plan with those guys? Are you just going to start them in those half seasons? Or? Well, we have three short season teams that have to form in June. But a lot of these guys, for example, CNL Perez, being from Cuba, we didn't want him to have to go pitch in the cold in Quad cities. Okay. So he'll probably pop out there in the next couple of weeks or gotcha. a month. Uh, and Alvarez as well. We were working on some conditioning things with him. But it's a really fun group. Trent Thornton is a guy that we got a chance to see a handful of times during spring training. He actually got to pitch in, in one of the exhibition games here at Minute Maid Park against the Cubs last week and had a great year last year. Pitched pretty well in Lancaster. Tough place to pitch. Wound yeah. up going up to Corpus. He's with Corpus now and has made one start so far this year. What do you guys like about Trent Thornton? We love him, and, and there's a reason why we saw him this spring. We wanted A.J. and Strami to get to know him uh, because we think that he's a guy that's, that's on the list of, of guys that we could potentially bring up this year. So... Um, an, another great example of Elias and his scouts and the job that they've done scouting the college ranks and getting these guys into our system. And once they get into our system, we accentuate the things that we know are good about them and help them develop weaknesses. And Thornton just consumes that information uh, as well as anybody. And I think he's got big league upside. And aside from the last three games, it's been an exciting week. Uh, opening day was just absolutely awesome. You were out there at Street Fest. You saw the excitement. What's it been like for you on a day-to-day -day basis about the excitement with this team? The fun part is seeing our fans react, and I think there's a feeling among our fan base that this could be a special year. And with all the changes in center field and, and here at the ballpark and the new spring training and the new players, uh, there's just a lot of, of fun things to see. And, and our fans have reacted, and our players are getting it. And, and trust me, we're, we're going to come around. These last three games notwithstanding, this team is too good to be held down. And you know, fortunately for us, Texas and Seattle have only won one game each, so we got a little bit of breathing room right now. Speaking of the new center field, you gone out to Torchy's Tacos or got yourself a Shake Shack burger yet? Not the Shake Shack, but we did the Torchy's the other day, and we're going to do the Shake Shack during the Nest Home Stand. And uh, it's just great to have these concessions in the ballpark and so many neat areas out there to watch the ball game from. I mean, I almost feel like sometimes I wish I was out there watching the game. We're going to have to get your food review uh, uh, the next Sunday when we have you on. No, no doubt. I'll do it. <laughs> but Jeff Luno, Astros General Manager, thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network.